you know, I've noticed of an interesting finding in my clinic. And what that is, is that perhaps, perhaps not every man, every patient wants to be healthy. That's silly, but it's true. Perhaps not every person really wants to be healthy and they sabotage themselves from being healthy. Today, we're going to talk about the fear of health. Let's go. Welcome to the Dr. Gio podcast. I am your host, Dr. Gio, where it is my intention and my goal to deliver information that will help you with your urological health and how you can live better with age. Today, we're going to talk about something very interesting that's been happening in my office. And I think that you need to hear about it because it may be you. We're going to talk about the fear of being healthy. The fear of being healthy. Dr. Gio, how can I be fearful of being healthy? Of course, I want to be healthy. Do you? Do you? And it's a little bit different for everyone. So if I see someone with a very high PSA or prostate cancer, I think that the biggest fear men have is to die. So that's good information that I will talk about on a different podcast, fear of death. I think that's something that we all need to confront a little bit more. Um, so if a man comes in with prostate cancer, no fear there. I don't want to die. Tell me what to do and I'll do it. No problem. But the guy that comes in for wellness, the guy that comes in for a regular checkup, the guy that comes in with a, I don't know, a minor prostate pain, minor low-grade prostatitis, yeah, it's bothersome, but, you know, I could deal with it. The guy that comes in with diabetes, I may die from this, but I don't know, I may not. Guy that comes in with frequent urination, but you know, at nighttime, I don't wake up to pee much. It's just during the day, and I, you know, I have to go every two hours. So it's a little bothersome. The little bothersome ones are the ones where I find that sometimes men come in and they think they want to be healthier from their urological health or in general, but they don't. And I'll give you a case in point. About two years ago, 32-year-old guy came to my office and he had a, a slew of things, diabetes. He had a lot of central obesity. So his waist size was like a 44 inches. I remember his bad cholesterol was really high and high triglycerides, really. And so he's not, he was not on any medications and he wants to do things naturally. Dr. G, I'm here. I heard about you. You're the male health doctor and I, and I want you to put me in a protocol because I want to do things naturally. Said, sure. He's sitting in my office, I'm looking at him, and I'm asking him questions. And, you know, do you actually, no, I don't really exercise much. Um, I said, what's your health habits like? It's really bad. I'm, you know, um, I love burgers, French fries, and soda. And I like eating it all together because together is more satisfying. Um, and I know that's bad, okay? How are your sleep habits? I stay up all night, um, sometimes playing video games. There's a 32-year-old guy that's you know, playing video games, which I think is more common now than ever before, whether or not is a problem. Again, different story for a different day. I said, well, you know, 
tell me about your lifestyle, like your day to day. You know, who who are your friends? Well, I I'm, I have a girlfriend. She's been living with me for seven years. Um, you know, she's really ill. She has um, autoimmune diseases. Uh, she has irritable bowels, you know, gastric problems. She's really ill. She's overweight. She's obese. Uh, okay. How about friends? You have friends? Yeah, I have friends. I have I have one. I have two good friends, and they're both again. They both really overweight. What do you guys do? Oh, these are the friends I play, you know, some games with. Okay. All right. So then I asked him, so let me ask you, Larry, who would be disappointed if you get healthy? Excuse me? Yeah. Yeah. Would any, let's just say I had a magic wand here and boom, Right now, you leave this, you lost 50 pounds, you lost four inches, you know, five inch, inches off your waist, all your cholesterol came down, you're not pre-diabetic, you're in great shape, you go home, who's disappointed? I, I don't know what you mean. I said, well, here's what sometimes happens. What sometimes happens is that sometimes intellectually, psychologically, people want to get healthy, but that might be an uncomfortable situation. and. Men don't like discomfort, right? Which is a problem. And so you go home, now you're a healthy person and you have nothing in common because now you're exercising. Who Are your friends going to exercise with you? No, they're not. Is your uh, girlfriend going to exercise? Probably not, right? You're eating healthier. So those burgers and fries that you love, you're eating. I'm not saying never to eat them, but you, know, you have to make changes there. Are they going to join you with eating a nice, clean plate of food? Probably not. So does it mean potentially that you may not have many things in common with your friends and even your girlfriend. Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, I never thought of that. Never thought of that. So indeed, I put this gentleman on a protocol and I never saw him again. And maybe he did the protocol and <laughs> doesn't need my services anymore, which is great. But I never heard. I, I don't know. But what I do know that happens, I think often, is that there's a fear of being healthy. Certainly among men, I presume maybe amongst women as well, but certainly among men. Who will you upset if you get healthy? That next barbecue right now, you know, barbecues are happening all over the place. That next barbecue where everybody's just downing those hot dogs and those cheeseburgers and downing those beers. And you, because now you're on this health journey. You're probably drinking water or maybe having one beer and trying to have the fruit salad. And then the comments, the, the, those subtle comments come in, right? Oh, no, no, don't give Tom that burger. He's on a diet. Tom is on a diet, right? Those subtle comments that starts pinging you, your subconscious, that starts questioning whether you're doing the right thing or not. Hey, don't give Tom, no, don't, don't give him a beer. He's on a diet. Don't know. Tom is on a diet. And God forbid you get sick from a cold. These are the first people that will say, oh, there it is. Tom, all these things that he does, all these health things, and he's still getting sick. Right? The fear of being healthy. The fear of being healthy. So we're going to talk about that. And we're going to talk about three things you can do to overcome that. If that is you, I do understand that's not everyone, but I do think it's more prominent than people think. So let's take a step back and just talk of how we function as men. Since the time we we're born, and I see me doing it even unintentionally with my 10-year-old boy, 
we learn how to be strong and fearless and brave and logical. Even if we have fear, we don't show it. Even if we feel uh, scared about, we don't show it. We want to put up a front. And I can see this is not a situation with my son that don't cry. No, you can cry. Particularly if you get hit with a baseball, <laughs> you can cry. But this is other thing of being strong and that I think I do with my son that just comes naturally. We want to be courageous, uh, and certainly in front of the world, and including the stereotypes that are surrounding mental health, right? God forbid we are depressed or we show that we're not feeling well, that we're insecure, because everybody's insecure here and there, right? That we have anxiety, that we're nervous about something. We can't talk about that. We want to feel strong. We want to be masculine. There's, there's a certain definition that society tells us what that looks like. And again, I can open up a can of worms here in terms of what it, what does it mean to be masculine? What does it mean to be a man, right? There's a lot of uh, this notion of masculine toxicity and things like that. I think that part of, of being a man is uh, to have these mixed emotions, right? That have anxiety and to resolve them. The fear, the fear of being healthy. What's another fear that I find amongst men? Well, here's another one. As men age, they think they want to do less because they are fearful of doing more, being more physically active because, oh, I can, I can get hurt. And if I get hurt, then my recovery will take longer. You know, I post at Dr. Gio Espinoza. That's my handle for social media. And every now and then I post nice things that I hope people think are nice as well in terms of lifting and lifting weights. And sometimes I'm lifting uh, heavy things and I post it and it never fails as a comment. Oh, be careful with your back or you're going to hurt your back. Dr. Gio, be careful. And I even sometimes get private messages. Dr. Gio, I saw you lifting all that weight. Please be careful with your back. Fear. Fear. Fear of pain. Meanwhile, as you and I get older, we're going to be in pain anyway. It's inevitable. It's inevitable. So it is much better to be in pain as you get older with physical strength and fitness. So as a man gets older, it's very important to acknowledge the fear factors. So at least for today, there are two types of fears that I've seen. One is the notion of who's going to be disappointed if I get healthier. Uh, how is it going to go with my family? Look, if you're in an environment where everybody's obese and you're the only one getting healthier and getting thinner and fitter, what's your connection with that group? If you're the only one, if you're trying not to drink alcohol anymore and all your friends drink and all of a sudden you go and you don't drink an alcoholic beverage, right? If you're trying to be better with age and your fear is of getting hurt from exercise, that's a problem. So here are three things to do to overcome the fear of being healthy and living better and stronger with age. Number one, do some introspection and self-analysis once a week and then once a quarter. So you may do this. Some people call it meditation. No problem. Meditation is a good thing. Meditate 
over your health, though. So once a week, Monday morning for 10 minutes or so, take some time to do some self-analysis as it relates to your health. What's my level of health in a scale overall, scale of one to 10? And if it's, you know, less than an eight, then how can I make it an eight or nine or a 10? And then there's different parts, right? There's uh, my psychological health, my mental health, depression, anxiety. There's my physical health, my prostate health. Can I reduce the risk of prostate problems? Can I reduce the risk of prostate cancer? The answer is yes. What do I need to do? Can I do it? Will I do it? Am I exercising? If the answer is yes, what kind of exercises am I doing that will help with my longevity? and overcome disease, and reverse disease, because lifestyle and exercise is medicine. I mean, we need to stop talking about it as if it's some window dressing. Exercise, lifestyle, nutrients, botanicals, nutraceuticals, they can serve, combine as medicine, right? So what do I need to do to do that? What fear do I have? Do I indeed fear, you know, being healthier to my wife? If so, maybe both of you can get together and have a healthier lifestyle together. She will benefit too. Well, obviously, I'm not saying go out and preach, right? That never works. Hey, Tom, you have to come on, man. I, I'm, I'm starting to, to exercise, you know, like, like, like a born-again situation where you want to change everyone. That's not going to work. It works only by you doing and by leading by example, if it's going to work at all. Do I need to find a new group of friends? I'm not saying, you know, and sometimes it's not even your friends. Sometimes your cousins, your own brother, your siblings, right? Those family gatherings, which I'm not saying not to go to, of course. And there's different ways of loving family members. But sometimes they're not aligned with what your goals are, particularly as it relates to your health. And it's okay. They don't have to be. But you also need a new group, perhaps a new environment, a new group of people that are healthier. And it could be younger or your age, doesn't matter. So take some time for self-analysis once a week. And then once a quarter, the beginning of every quarter, take a little bit longer to do a checkpoint. You know, go from top to bottom, from head to toe, state of mental health, uh, eyesight, gum health and teeth, because that's affected and that's associated with systemic disease, thyroid, keep going to heart, lung, can I breathe with my, what's my VO2 max? A lot of wearables can measure that, uh, you know, keep doing that digestive system, prostate, urinary erections, you need erections. I don't care what you do with them, but uh, 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 the penis is a barometer to a man's health. So erections have a connection or is associated with overall health as a man. You don't get erections for a prolonged period of time um, in situations not including prostate cancer surgery or prostate cancer treatment. That's a red flag, right? My joints, what can I do for my joints? For almost all of these things, there's natural therapies for it that work well. My feet, feet health, right? The shoes that I wear, are they cool, good-looking, but really uncomfortable. They keep my feet night too tight. So as I hit the ground, they don't spread, all kinds of things. So you want to look at your health quarterly from top to bottom, okay? So introspection, self-analysis. The second thing to do is to get to the truth, even if it's inconvenient and uncomfortable. Don't avoid the problem because you don't want to deal with the pain. Don't avoid the problem because, man, I don't want to have this conversation with my wife about being healthier. I mean, she's going to uh, she's gonna do what? She probably would say, great idea. I've been thinking of the same thing. God, I don't want to 
you know, I, and I want to spend less time with my cousins. I love my cousins. So, so spend a little bit less time or no, don't, but still stay on your journey on being healthier and optimal living with age. Your ability to tolerate uncomfortable emotions is probably the single most concept I know on how to change behavior towards healthier living. And that has the biggest impact. Your ability and desire to go for it head on, all the uncomfortable scenarios as it relates to your health, maybe for life as well, but certainly for your health. Okay, so the second point is get to the truth. Get to the truth. Dig deep. It's going to be uncomfortable, maybe painful, maybe really painful. Get to the truth. Lastly, develop an action plan. Develop an action plan. So before I go to a barbecue, for example, I make myself a smoothie. And the smoothie consists of whatever. Berries, uh, some greens, a protein powder, some almond milk, ice, maybe some creatine blend it, and then I go to the party. You'd never want to have the attitude of, and the the mentality of, oh, no, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to Mike's barbecue. Let me, I'm going to save my appetite before I go. Don't do that. Don't save your appetite before you go. Because the likelihood of there being anything nourishing and healthy for you, it's slim. It's a barbecue and it's okay. So you don't want to go in hungry because when you're hungry, (laughs) you make the worst dietary uh, decisions, as you know. So have a smoothie or a nice meal before you go. Don't go in to the party in an empty stomach or being hungry. The second thing you could do is with a strategic plan, an action plan, is physical exercise and The notion of if I exercise, I'm afraid of getting hurt is slim. I I do back barbell squats. (laughs) So I do barbell squats and sometimes it's a decent amount of weight. And I've been doing that for a long time. And as I got older, I started doing more because it's really important for overall strength, right? Because the idea is overall strength. The stronger you are as you age, the harder it is for you to die. That's a very simple one liner. The stronger you physically are, the harder it is for you to die. So I do these barbell squats and um, people are afraid of hurting their back, right? Or, you know, the barbell kind of crashing down on you or something like that, if it's too much weight. I've, and I'm sure this can happen, but the likelihood is very, very small because then you can just roll off. If, if it's something happens, you can roll off the barbell off your back. Now, I'm not saying that you got to talk to your, your people, your doctor, your healthcare practitioners, because everybody's case is different. I'm not saying if, <laughs> if you've never done barbell squats and you go, you start doing barbell squats out of nowhere, it, it's going to be painful. And there's a way of doing it. The bottom line is you have to train uh, uh, and, and go ahead and go back and look at our uh, podcast on exercise because I break that down pretty nicely for you. You know, there's physical activity, there's physical exercise, and there's physical training. And um, they all mean different things. So you want to do all because you're training for what? You're training to live your best life as you age. With that comes some level of intensity in your workouts. You know, some decent amount of weight. You know, if you take five pound dumbbells and you just keep Curls, curls, 15, 16, 20, you know, and you're not breaking a sweat. That's no intensity. You're doing, there's almost no benefit from that. 
If the goal is to get stronger, you need to lift heavier things. Period. End of story. And maybe curls is not the way to do it because the goal is to get physically stronger from head to toe. Don't be afraid. Yes, is a learning curve. Yes, is something new. You want to learn new things as you age, not the opposite. Not be afraid of learning new things as you age. You want to learn new things. To age successfully, you want to learn and apply new things. So go for it. Physical exercise, important, imperative. There is no other way. Don't be afraid. Go for it. And yes, speak to your cardiologist. In fact, I would get a stress test done just to make sure that your heart can tolerate it before you go to uh, to a doctor. So, you know, before you start training and exercising, I think that's a good idea just to play it safe. So tip number three, develop an action plan, develop an action plan and a strategy that you are going to be consistent with. Lastly, don't be afraid. <laughs> All right. So a lot of people are afraid to visit the urologist because they don't want their doctor's finger up their butt, right? That's a vulnerable situation and we don't like vulnerabilities. I don't blame you. I don't blame you, honestly. But there are certain things that colonoscopy, another something up your rectum where um, you can look at the colon. These are things that are helpful. So make your doctor's visits. Plan for it and make them. I know it's uncomfortable. The, no one, and I'll tell you this, and I'll end with this. No one, some people think ignorance is bliss. I have a lot of patients who come in as like, Dr. Gio, you know, my PSA is 100 and, you know, I'm not going to get a biopsy. It's okay because I, I could tolerate it. I know it could be nothing. Three months later, six months later, they, now they're scared. So no one really believes, even if you think you do, that ignorance is bliss. So not knowing your cholesterol numbers or your, your weight or your PSA and all these things, that doesn't work. Look at the facts. Look at what you have. Look at your baseline of health, both internal and external skin, just simply how you feel, the subjectivity of how you feel, which is perfectly fine too, and take action accordingly. And if you don't want to get into drug or pharmaceuticals or take pharmaceuticals because you don't want to look at your cholesterol because you don't want to be on a statin, no problem. There is many natural methods to help you with your cardiovascular health, to bring down cholesterol, to lower your PSA, to prevent prostate cancer, to help you with your urinary problems, to help you from not getting up you know, so many times a night from urinating, help you with your mental health. There's a lot of natural approaches available to you. So this is where we're at. Face the fear of being healthy and overcome it so that you can live your best life as you age. That's the message for today after being inspired from a few patients within the last several months who were in that situation. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really do hope that this podcast is helping you live your best life. That is the intention. Let me know how I can help you even further. Leave a comment if you can beneath. Go to drgeo.com. Only subscribers. If you think this podcast is good, and it is, it is, I have to say, if I should say so myself, subscribers get even better goods that almost no one else gets. So subscribe to drgeo.com, the newsletter, and I'll talk to you next time. Dr. Geo signing off. Thanks 
for tuning in to this week's episode of the Dr. Geo podcast. You can watch all episodes of this podcast and much more by subscribing to my YouTube channel on youtube.com forward slash Geo Espinoza ND. If you love what you heard today, you can help by leaving a five-star review of the podcast on Apple and Spotify as each review helps us reach more men who are serious about improving their urological health and how to function better with age. And for the latest research and actionable takeaways in a world of men's health and integrative urology, sign up for my newsletter at drgeo.com. I'll see you next time. And now for a brief disclaimer. This podcast is for general information only, and we're not forming a doctor-patient relationship through this medium. The use of the information and all links associated with this podcast is at the listener's risk and is not to replace medical advice from a physician or a healthcare practitioner. Lastly, thoughts and opinions related to this podcast are my own and may not reflect the views of any institution or organization I'm associated with.